0: Powered by Righteous Media. Welcome to Independent Americans. Welcome to episode 230. I'm your host, Paul Rykoff. I hope you had a fantastic Independence Day or Independence Day. I'm taking a little time off to celebrate our independence, to celebrate my independence and to celebrate summer. But I wanted to make sure I still got you some unique and powerfully independent content. So I've got this special little episode as a little bit of an independence day extra gift to all of my favorite independents. It's a couple of clips that have never been released except for our Patreon members. So I hope you like this special content with some of my favorite independent guests. If you do, Please subscribe and share, and please consider joining our Patreon community. Our Patreon members get this kind of extra special content every week, and you can too if you join us by going to independentamericans.us. You know, my family, we used to like to celebrate my birthday, not just on the day, but for the entire month, so... For the sake of this show, let's celebrate Independence Day all month long. Let's make it a month of independence, and let's keep the celebration going with this extra special content in recognition of our Independence Day. Happy Independence Day again, my friends. And wherever you are, remember, stay vigilant. patreon members happy july 4th you get extra special content with luke because you keep this show going you are the fireworks uh, for this show every week not just around july 4th luke russer thank you for sticking around a couple of quick fire questions we ask of all of our guests what is your drink of choice if i were going to buy you a drink and i said luke let me buy you a drink what is your drink of choice
1: guinness Mmm. Yeah, not a cold. I like cold Guinness. So the American style cold Guinness, cause in Ireland they serve it a little bit warmer, but the American style cold Guinness. That's what I like.
0: I like that when it's cold, you can drink more.
1: That's right. right? It, gets, it
0: doesn't feel like it's like exploding as much. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, it's in, um, I, that's my, I, I'm a, I'm a pretty even keel nice guy. The one thing I judge people on is how they pour a Guinness and, uh, a bad Guinness pour sticks with you for a while.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, the GoPro show could be sponsored by Guinness. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you the next question, Luke Russert. What was your very first car? First car you ever had? Uh, it was
1: a 1998 Ford Ranger uh, XLT. Love that pickup truck. Um, I nicknamed it White Snake. I drove the hell out of it. Uh, I had a subwoofer. I took out the little seat in the back. I put a subwoofer in it, like a 17 year old, you know, idiot. And the cold thing would shake. Uh, <laughs> I got in trouble because I had some friends riding in the back of it, which is super illegal in DC. And, uh, I love that truck. I miss that truck. And you know, what's sad, man. All the, you, you can't get a, 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 small truck anymore. All the trucks now are so big like they the are. Ford Rangers today are the size of what the F150s were. I still have the, the 2004 F150 my father gave me. I still keep that one. Wow. And I, I love that truck. That's a it's a great one. But yeah, my 98 Ford Ranger, White Snake. I miss it. I hope someone's driving her these days. You know, I hope it wasn't I, I always hard. ask I always
0: ask what year and then I always ask if it had a nickname and yours is the best nickname
1: in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I it was so yeah. like oh god. I got this is a true story. This is so embarrassing. So I was, I, I worked, you know, two summers to, to have enough money for the car, and I, I, any money I got, I would put it into the car. And I got these cobra heads that would go on where the the door locks were. Yes. So When, the, when yes. the doors unlocked, these two cobras came up, and uh, yeah, it was, it was really funny.
0: Yes, and was was the was the Chuck White?
1: Yeah, it was white. Yeah. yeah. It was a white truck. So that's where, it's where white snake came from. And of course played white snake in, in, in there. Of course, of course,
0: that is, that is a fantastic answer. I knew it wouldn't disappoint. Okay. Speaking of music, I asked this of everybody, if we pull up your playlist, what's two or three things that you would recommend other people check out? I saw trombone shorty and Ziggy Marley here in New York last week with my kids. I highly recommend that to everybody. If they haven't seen those guys, they're on tour, but Luke, any recommendations?
1: I'm a big Jason Isbell fan. Uh, I think that his songwriting captures really America better than anybody else right now. I think he is a really, really smart, gifted guy. Um, and he really explores his own interiority, but I think that of, of the United States. And so I like Isbell a lot. Um, I just saw this, this kid play a show uh, two nights ago. He was very good. It's uh he's the lead singer. He's, he has a side project called some, Sumbush, And it's this band called, um, amp or something. I'm, I'm butchering. This, this is how old I am. He's a young kid. He's like in late twenties, Taylor or something. And he rocked out. He, he's got a really good voice and, and he has some nice love songs. And I was like, okay. So that was, that was cool. That was cool.
0: I love it. Thank you for those. Okay. Yeah.
1: Question. This is independent
0: Americans. We try to bring people together. We try to add light to contrast to heat, but there is still one question that deeply divides America. There is no third-party option. There is no unaffiliated response. You must choose one or the other. Luke Russert, if you could pick only one, would you choose waffles or pancakes?
1: Uh, Pancakes.
0: Why, please?
1: Um, I think pancakes are just – there's something about slathering them with butter and then pouring the syrup over them. And just watching the syrup drip down, uh, almost cloak them in all that sugary goodness. And they, you know, you you have a good stack of pancakes, and you leave very, very full. Whereas a waffle, and there's so you know, people butcher waffles all the time. I think it's hard to butcher a a pancake, so more dependable. Just something uniquely American. I I get my mind talking about it right now. I'm thinking of like the Waffle House, and I'm just like seeing you know the pancakes at the Waffle House.
0: I love that answer. I share your passion. The only thing I've realized about waffles lately that are advantageous is they are portable. And like today, last day of school here in the Rykoff house. Uh, and Kids they,
1: love them. Kids love the waffles. Well, no,
0: they, like, they can just carry. It's kind of hard to carry a pancake. Yeah, yeah, like they can carry it. Chocolate yeah. chip Eggos. And they have literally one in each hand. They're just shoving them in their mouth while they go out the door. Um, but, but I think, you know, this is another element. The Guinness-sponsored GoPro show where Luke Rosser... Goes around the country and eats waffles and pancakes with all kinds of Americans. So that's my Yeah, yeah I'll tell you, you. I was
1: in, I was right uh, recently in Cleveland, right outside of Cleveland, and I stayed at one of those uh uh Hilton, you know, home to suites or whatever. And there was a lady at the buffet, and she started making waffles. They looked so good. This guy was like, Hey, can I have one of yours? And so she actually ended up making waffles for like five people. Uh, and it was really cool. She like put in put it put like spices in them and everything. I had never seen anything like that. It was wild. I think that
0: was a great American innovation when they put waffle makers in all these family hotels. Hotels,
1: yeah. I it's mean, it cool. definitely helps
0: get the kids out of out of bed if you're on the yep. road and you gotta get them up. Um, but I think that's a very, very special, maybe mm-hmm. uniquely American It is that's very un- cool. un- un- developed in the last couple of years. It's total yeah. home. Love it. All right. Well, you're a total home run, man. Thank you for all you do for this country. Thank hey, you. Hey, for- Paul, thank you. Patreon members, thank you uh, for making this possible. Thank you for bringing Luke to the masses. Uh, and please spread the word. Tell all your friends to, to, to check out the show, get Luke's book, and become a Patreon member. Happy July 4th, everybody. Stay vigilant. Matt Gallagher. All right, we're back with the great Matt Gallagher Patreon members. I love the shit out of y'all. Thank you for those of you who tune in on Fridays at noon. Gallagher, if you're around, you want to pop in, uh, join us uh, noon Fridays. We do our, our coffee clutch, our lunch, our brown bag, our drinks at noon, whatever we call it. But a couple of quick fire questions for you. Um, Matt, um, what is a TV show that you really like right now?
2: Uh, My wife and I are rewatching the wire uh, and we're also watching uh, uh, which is the greatest show ever. As far as I'm concerned, my, my good friend Benjamin Bush is on it. Uh, But uh, we're also watching history of the world part two on Hulu. It's really funny. It's really funny. Uh, They've done a good job kind of uh, bringing a new energy to, uh, you know, the Mel Brooks classic.
0: As, as a writer and a dad, do you have any kids book recommendations or kids content recommendations, a TV show, movie, whatever, anything that you that you feel good about your kids consuming.
2: Sure, uh, my five year old is big into the the Dogman series uh, these yes. days, which is which is huge. Should we
0: pause? Which is so fucked up. It's a cop who gets his head cut off, and then they put a dog's head on top and stitch it on.
2: Yeah, but like the, my you know, wife was
0: like, "Oh, this is great." I was like, "Do you
2: know the story here?" <laughs> They don't really get into the, the, the nitty gritty uh, there, but yeah, I do have questions, but uh, <laughs> you know, he's, he's taken to it. He, he's excited to read every night, yep. uh, every, every night before bed. That, that's the most important thing. Yep. Uh, and then uh, uh, he, there's a show that both boys love called odd squad. I think it's on Netflix. Uh, and it's about kind of like kid detectives, but it's, it's cool. c- got a science bent to it that uh, they're, they're both into.
0: That's awesome. Um, have you, um, uh, have you heard of wow in the world, the podcast?
2: Uh, I've heard of it, but no, we, I, may, I, maybe they've listened to it. kids are obsessed it. with. Especially oh, yeah. if you're in the
0: car, it might drive you. I don't think it'll
2: drive you crazy.
0: It might, but Wow in the World is like their obsession. Like when okay. bath time, and, uh, and it's really great. It's very science focused and almost like old school radio performance. Oh, nice. um, um, What? What? Who's an athlete you like? Like who? Who do you like and you root for? Because you know, I, I think you and I are probably conflicted on LeBron or and others. And Otani is one that I. I really like, I mean, this guy is like what people always thought Bo Jackson could be, right? Um, but who do you like and root for?
2: First name that came to mind was uh, Steph Curry. Because, uh, you know, I'm not even a Warriors fan. I just, but I'm a fan of the type of basketball they play. You know, he's not a big dude, right? He's, he's, he's not a genetic freak that's overpowering people. Um, he's just somebody, you know, he's, he's a pretty good athlete, but uh, he has been transcendent for the game, the way he shoots the ball. Uh, in, in a way that, uh, you know, he was like, he's a, he's a video game character come to life. And he also just seems like a really down to earth, likable, likable guy, you know, family guy. Um, and, and uh, baseball wise, I'll say it again, Clayton Kershaw, because I, I just, there's, there's, there's art in what he does. Hmm. Um, uh, he's, he's, he's an artist on the mound. Hmm. And when he's on, I, I'm I'm telling you, Paul, like, I, I, f- I feel like I'm transported to some kind of higher plane. Like it, I'm not a calm person, but when I'm watching, uh, Kershaw land his curveball, I, I, I feel like a Zen Buddhist. I, I wow. finally, fa- I finally found nirvana. Have your kids started playing baseball yet? Not baseball. No, though we're getting close, uh, with the eldest, uh, we're in soccer and swim classes right now.
0: Yeah. We had our first, uh, baseball practice Monday night and it's the first year of coach pitch and kid pitch. And it's, uh, like a totally new kind of fucking chaos. Um, and it's just, it's fascinating. It's fun. And, and also baseball, like it's just such a weird sport. They're all weird. Um, but also my kid started boxing last night, Ooh. which I got to tell you, man, it's like, I think it's going to change his life and in, in all good ways. And, um, so I, I got to put that out there. Um, music, give me some music you're digging lately. Anything that you're listening to it could be old, new, somewhere in between,
2: well, you know what? I, I got to be honest. Uh, for for your Patreon members, uh, I've been listening to the new Fallout Boy album. Uh, really? Yeah, it's I pretty don't... good. And, and you know, like it, it, uh, I like I liked them. Uh, uh, gosh, been about fifteen years now since since they were big. But uh, I don't know. It, music does that, you know. You can feel twenty five again, but it's also new. And uh, you know, say what you will about them, but it, it's it's always fun, and the lyrics are always kind of interesting. And, uh, you know, no, it's not Led Zeppelin, but that's okay. That's okay. Not everything has to be, uh, the got God, the energy.
0: like I've got a couple fallout Boy songs on every workout playlist I've ever had since like the beginning of time. Like, sure. it's, just like, there's a couple that uh, I can't remember the one song it's, it's like, uh, it's, it was in a, like a hard knock song and I can hear it. Doo, 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 doo. Like every, every fallout boy kind of sounds like that. Right. But It, like- it does.
2: And, <laughs> you know, the kid, and you know, it's kid friendly because, uh, uh, you know, some of their songs have been on, on various, uh, uh, kid kid movie soundtracks over the years so like yep. i don't ha- i don't have to worry you know you put on something like an old green day album or something there's gonna be questions about about you know, i can put on fallout boy in the car and, and not worry about it
0: yep i uh we watched drive to survive with the kids and because they're so into f1 and uh if you if you i don't know if you know that show but Gunther steiner says fuck like every 10th word <laughs> and now we're having a family conversation about like you know how big of a deal is it when the little guy says fuck right like sure. it's yeah just, yeah yeah um that's that, that's awesome let me ask you um what what's something you like to eat or drink Matt because you're a man of many tastes but is there anything you've been eating or drinking lately that you like
2: yeah I am so Irish when it comes to my my food and drink intake I'm a uh give me a good 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 two Guinness uh when I go to the pub um uh but I, I have recently had a there's a good local Oklahoma beer called Tulsa flag that I'd recommend if you ever see that out and about they've Uh, there's kind of a brewery scene popping up here and and starting to expand. I don't think it's national yet, but maybe, maybe when you're traveling, if you see a Tulsa flag uh, it's, it's, it's pretty good. And then food wise, uh, uh, credit to my wife, uh, Annie, Uh, we've been eating more Vietnamese. You know, I I would, it's, uh, it's good. Uh, You know, uh, 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 I, I left my own devices. I'd be steak and potatoes guy the rest of my life uh but uh we I feel like scared. most
0: of my images of you at IABA had you with a beer and food <laughs> <laughs> like that was like a Gallagher thing. It was like no matter what time of day or when it was, like there'd be a beer and, and i and I was like, yo, Gallagher's got his own fucking situation <laughs> like whatever he needs to do, he's doing it right. I think at that point we had like the beer cart going around on Friday yeah, sure.
2: yeah put yep. um, it was yeah I think. Part of the creative process is probably what I would tell people.
0: That's you know what I I respect that and I celebrate <laughs> that man. It's like you know what when you're hungry eat when you want to have a drink have a drink right. It's America freedom right.
2: Freedom absolutely. Um,
0: and, and this is not going to be a, a curveball for you. Uh, have
2: you ever met George Bush? I haven't. I have if not met. Did, oh, you know see- what? I'm sorry. I take that back. I met him before. Not- he had just been elected. I was a high school, s- I, I ju- high school senior. I, I won some like. Uh, like the VFW speech thing they do for high school students.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, And we met him, but this was, this was well before Iraq or, or, or even nine 11. If you met him, what would you say to him? Stop painting, start helping. Hmm.
0: Hmm. There you go. I think that's a good lesson for everyone, especially for that guy. Would yeah. you would you be able to control your emotion if you met him? I mean who knows, right? It's like running into an old girlfriend or someone, even like I don't know. I feel like it's more like
2: for I for me, I think, it'd be
0: like it'd be like run walking into the guy who murdered someone. I don't know how to explain what I would feel, but yeah. like what do you any thoughts on that? That might be a good piece. Like if I met George Bush, this is what I would no, feel.
2: Ten years ago, I I I probably not. Um, there was still a lot of visceral anger. Now I think especially after Trump I realize that he is a decent man and uh you know worships the same god I do um I believe you know through the paintings even he's not the kind of person that would ever admit that he was wrong but I think the paintings are how he's channeling that hmm. um I I I wish and believe he needs to take a further step uh you know I but as a Christian I believe in uh uh repentance um i believe in that we all can can start over and, and that we all sin and, and and uh can can find redemption um but that comes comes through action um that comes through uh waking up and being a better person than you were the day before so yeah i i, I could i uh control myself with him now I, but i would be blunt i would be blunt um both because uh i need to be and because i don't i think he's the kind of person that only hears blunt speak. I, you mm. know, I, I, he doesn't strike me as a man who, who picks up on subtlety or, or, or uh, nuance um, in conversation.
0: You're so yeah. much more diplomatic in your older age. I love it. <laughs> it's like, you know, now, now it's, uh, it's, 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 you're just, you're just a fine wine that can,
2: <laughs> you,
0: get wine. you know, maybe a part of what we got to do is get me and you and Sebastian and we can talk about like drinking, dating, and religion. Cause I mean, you and Sebastian on religion would be very interesting um and and frankly you guys on anything but um you're a great guy and a great voice and a great american uh and i really appreciate all you thank you for sticking around patreon members if you dig what you heard spread the word uh get your friends on board and please follow consume purchase everything that the great matt gallagher is putting out there thanks for sticking around my friend
2: of course paul appreciate all the kind words and all of them right back at you thank you
0: Sebastian Younger. Patreon members, we are back with Sebastian Younger. This is why you support us, so that I can do conversations like this one with Sebastian. He is so insightful. Check out his book. Um, watch everything and read everything that he produces and does and soak up his his energy. Um, what? Give me one thing you do for fun. What do you do for fun?
3: Uh... I don't know if I'd call boxing fun, but one thing I do for myself is, at age fifty, I started boxing. I was a long distance runner for a while, and I wanted to test myself in other ways, and I still do it. And um, it's an amazing, endless, endless puzzle, like endless arts. Like it's extraordinary endeavor, and uh, but it's not that fun. So that's not even that's not (laughs) the. uh, I play accordion. I learned, to, I learned. I loved to,
0: you shared this with me
3: before. Yeah, yeah you play yeah. accordion. Yeah, I started playing accordion at, at age fifty. It's part of all the musical traditions that I really love: Irish, Mexican, Eastern Europe, you know, tango. I mean, all these amazing musical traditions. And it's sort of an orchestra in a box. I mean, it's a sort of amazing instrument, and it's extremely hard to do. And I think it's probably quite good for the aging male brain.
0: Mm. What's your next trip? overseas you go all over the place do you have one planned or a place you want to go you know I don't really travel
3: much anymore because I'm not doing I'm not war you know reporting on wars anymore because yeah. I have two little girls and I'd stopped before they came along actually um, and they're in school and I don't want to be away from them you know I, I mean yeah so yeah. I you know it's just uneven like a one-night business trip yeah. I mean seriously like yeah, and, and, like what happened to me like I turned into a homebody so but well, we there are they are starting to be old enough to travel so we can travel as a family, uh, and we. So we were in. Liber- I was in the Liberia during the civil war, like twenty years ago, yeah. almost twenty years ago. We went back a few years ago when my eldest daughter was um, almost three, and wow. the, the, my younger daughter hadn't been born yet. We went back, you know, peaceful country, extremely poor, uh, and we were, you know, we were we were deep, deep dim in the interior, and uh, and uh, so so you know we're starting to sort of think in those terms. We might do a kind of homeschooling where we take a year in each continent of the world and travel and study. You know, like so, we're trying to be imaginative about this amazing world we live in.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, a recommendation of a place you love uh, in Massachusetts and in the Lower East Side it could be a restaurant you used to own a bar, yeah. it could be a place if someone comes to visit your area you say you got to go check this place out.
3: Well, I mean, I mean, what I Massachusetts is. Um, I know best is is Cape Cod, and yeah. amazing, amazing, beautiful place. Particularly at the sort of northern end, northern end. Um, recently, I drove uh, Route Two, which from whatever Route One Twenty Eight around Boston all the way to New York, the New York border, and that whole you know western half of Route Two is
2: unbelievably
3: beautiful. Yeah, I didn't really know it, and it's it's part of the Mohawk Trail. It was a mobility corridor for the Mohawks. Trading with the Wampanoag, who are along the coast, and I'm guessing that they brought flint and other things that the coastal Indians didn't have. In fact, I fa- found a flint arrowhead in my driveway in it's on Cape Cod, which clearly the flint had come out from elsewhere. Anyway, it all moved along the, the the Mohawk Trail. That's Route Two, and if you just drive that, like it, it's it, it looks like not only are you like out west somewhere, but you're out west 80 years ago.
0: I know what you mean. Yeah, super yeah. cool. Yeah. And Lower East Side, you got a favorite place or two, and you know I know New Yorkers are always reluctant to share because yeah, right. it'll get popular.
3: Uh, there's a wonderful cafe called uh, Paw's Cafe on Clinton Street, right below Houston, and um, run by this amazing Moroccan guy, um, amazing, beautiful person. And uh, I was in Morocco when I was eighteen, and and he's he's just fantastic. And he has this wonderful little cafe called pause. And so that's a nice spot, but you know, the lower East side, I mean, where, where we are in that area, there's still a bit of old New York to it. Right. I mean, it really, I mean, it's, I mean, if you want to visit what New York always was until recently, you know, walk around the Delancey street bridge and, you know, into Chinatown and up around the Dominican
0: and Puerto Rican neighborhoods. Like it's totally extraordinary. Last question. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you again to our Patreon folks um a book or piece of music you've heard lately that you would recommend to folks say yeah you know i was really digging this
3: yeah i stumbled into a a writer named mary heaton Vorse who wrote around the turn of this around in 1920 about the labor movement she wrote a book called men and steel which is one of the best single pieces of american prose i think i've ever read Um, i was like oh my god i know where Hemingway got his style Yeah, like i know like she was totally extraordinary and um so I was, and and, and I just read um, another extraordinary woman, Mary Sendos, who wrote, she, she was the daughter of a doctor on an Indian reservation in, you know, 1920 or so. So the older, the older Lakota, I think it was Lakota, the older Lakota had fought the U.S. Cavalry, mm-hmm. right? And they were still alive. And she interviewed them, and she wrote an amazing book called... Um, uh, the life of, I think it's called the, 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 strain, the Strange Man of the Sioux about Crazy Horse. And another an uh, extraordinary writer, a very, very beautiful writer. And then the, uh, I'm giving you forgotten writers because, oh, this is great, right, man. so the, the, uh, Murray Sandoz is just a tr- American treasure. Um, another book called These Were the Sioux, it's very short, and it talks about child rearing. And it's like, if you want to know how to raise your child in a human way, read These Were the Sioux. Mm. Like, they did it. Mm. Right. And, and uh, it's, ho- it's extraordinary. And she, you know, she, she grew up, she was white, but she grew up in Native society and, and amazing. She's a treasure. And then the other is um, an amazing writer called Conrad Richter. And he's well known for a book called The Light in the Forest mm-hmm. about um, a, a, a white settler, a, a teenager who was abducted by the Indians and then but didn't, didn't want to leave. His captors, mm-hmm. right, which I've written about in my book Tribe. But he also um, he also wrote, wrote an extraordinary novel called Sea of Grass that takes place in the American West when the cattle ranchers were coming in and the farmers and the cattle ranchers were clashing, and then another extraordinary trilogy about the pioneers that spilled over the Appalachians into Ohio um, in the seventeen hundreds, and it it's called the the trilogy is called The Awakening Land. It's it's um, the forest, the fields, and then the town, and that trilogy. If there is an Ameri- if there is a sort of like trilogy about America, what America is, it's that. Mm. Like he, it's a totally extraordinary, extraordinary work.
0: Thank you for all of it. You thank are you. extraordinary. I am so grateful. Patreon members, thank you for helping us bring this content. Spread the word. Share this. Encourage other people to join. Uh, and especially since y'all are so involved, check out the Veterans Town Hall. Uh, get freedom, get tribe, get pulse when it comes out. The great and powerful Sebastian Younger. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Happy Independence Day again, my friends. Stay vigilant, America.
2: Powered Powered by Righteous Media.